Hello and welcome to Poker Tram Jam. Today I was speaking with Robbie O'Keefe. Robbie is a painter who is currently based in Brixton, London. We spoke about his environment of painting in the city of London, his upcoming move to Middlesbrough, his interest in music, newfound expansive work on a larger scale, looking at things like space, technology. We also spoke about how the relevance of external media, of poetry, slogans affect our work, and we went into more of a general discussion about our practice and the importance of community. We had a really nice discussion, and I hope you like it. Hello, Robbie O'Keefe. Hello. Hello, you're joining me today from your studio in London. How's it going? So you're about to relocate from London, and whereabouts are you moving to? Yeah, moving up to, to Middlesbrough. So yeah, I'm um, leaving London and moving up to Middlesbrough, where I'll be moving into the Auxiliary, which is a complex of studios up there. Cool. Um, so my partner Will has a studio up there as well. So um, at the moment he's he's been uh, he's been sort of redoing things around and kind of giving me a little corner, little corner by the window. Oh great, um, great. Yeah, um, yeah. It's going to be cool. It'll be a different dynamic. Because um, so I've been here on my own uh, for what, almost or two years, actually. Um, at first, when I came, I came to Brixton, so I moved into a studio with um, Fly Brothers, with other people. Um, so um, somebody posted it, Lucy posted it on, on Facebook, actually. Lucy. Um, Lucy Smallbones posted that they have a studio space going available. So I kind of quickly announced that when I could. But then when another space became available here in in Brixton, I kind of decided to take that. Uh, yeah, I kind of wanted to space on my own, just create in solitude. Sure. I guess. Um, actually, being in studio with somebody else. Yeah. I, I guess it'll be a total. It'll be a real shift of um of how you make and how you in, how you internalize work. Um, prior prior to um to your move to your studio um, in London, uh, what was your your background as an artist? I understand you studied in Herefordshire. Yeah, I studied in Herefordshire. Um, I studied in Herefordshire for three years. Before that, I was at Oaklands College in St Albans, so that's in Hertfordshire as well. Right, yeah. right. So, stuck with the bit of a homebird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, and then it was after the degree in Hertfordshire, I spent another two years, another two years in Hertfordshire, working in a school um, as a learning support assistant right. for autistic children or autistic uh, young adults, actually. Uh, which was a really cool experience, and um, was painting alongside that as well, just in my in my parents' summer house. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
criticism from from the from the university Hertfordshire and then working in Hertfordshire and then working down in London. Sure, sure. And then I so I got a job. Um, so I kind of extended my experience working in uh, special needs schools uh, by getting a job down here and um, uh, an ABA tutor. So to, again, tutoring um, autistic uh, autistic learners uh, and then. Like Great. Um, so uh, I did that for, uh, did that for years. Uh, so now I've left. Now I've left. So I've resigned from the, from the school. Sure. Sure. Uh, so now I'm just uh, teaching swimming on Saturdays at the moment, and then uh, my, other, my other days are filled um, with uh, studio sessions. Really. Yeah. Wow, it's exciting. That's a, it's quite a change to go from um, from from working within the school setting to I suppose. Um, Dedicating dedicating more time to, to painting and, and making. Um, in in terms of um your work in the school, was that was that um when you were tutoring, was that through art or was that through a different subject or? No, it wasn't through art. It was um it was through yeah, I guess a different subject. It was oh sure. Generally, uh, uh, teaching them life skills and um communication skills like functional communication. Yeah. So a lot of them were non-verbal or, or some of them were verbal, but. Obviously, just giving um, if they're verbal, we're just giving them um, uh, you know further skills to develop their develop, to develop their social skills and cooking as well. So it's kind of a nice holistic mm. uh, teaching environment to, to be in. Yeah. Right. But actually, I did run art, art classes with them actually uh, on a mon- Monday on a Monday Monday morning. I uh, ran a little painting a little painting and drawing workshop. That was. That's quite cool. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. And um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of, I, I kind of had my own painting practice, and uh, yeah, I didn't want to instill my own painting practice into the into the painting and drawing sessions too much. Mm. So it was just a nice sort of exercise and just introducing them to to sketching. And we were going through the different sort of techniques of sketching, so cross hatching and. Mm. Uh, line drawing and uh, continual line drawing, mm. that sort of stuff, and a little bit of dabbing uh, with the paintbrush. So kind of Bob Ross, kind of. <laughs> 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 how um how was that as as an artist for yourself? How was how was it to um have that sort of distinction between your your style as an artist and then teaching, say more I suppose would it be right to say more rudimentary. Um, techniques. How how was that for you? Yeah, yeah, it was it definitely. It was quite a separate thing. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I had to understand that. Um, uh, uh, it's a very kind of singular mindset that I have in my own painting practice. So I'm uh, just trying to develop my own sort of visual language within paint. Sure. Sure, and and within within. Uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, you go, you go, go ahead. Oh, sure, yeah. Sorry, the signals make it's a little hard to hear there. Um, prior prior to recall, we were, we were looking at um, some of, some of your works in terms of that visual language. Um, there, there's um, yeah, there's there's a lot there which I I personally really enjoyed. Um, in terms of. I guess it's a lot of like space, a lot of like motions of time. Could you could you comment on on what you feel your your language might be? Yeah, I guess so. Um, uh, 
Because I, I remember um, during one of our discussions uh, some months ago, um, you mentioned your your admiration for for Edvard Munch, the Norwegian painter. Um, I, at first, I was, I was like, I, you know, obviously great painter, but I I didn't see the influence. And then l- later on, um, I began to see, I suppose, in terms of the mood or the the atmosphere that you you've created within your work, there is some there is a relationship there. Um, but um, quite distinct. Though. I I really think there is a distinction in, in your work to, to that of monks. Um, it, could you comment, um, please, on the, I suppose, the the way in which you you mentioned about not placing narrative within a work, um, is it is there is a more of a subjective approach to your work, or or do you? How do you approach that? Do you is it more instinctive the way you paint? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. yeah. It's yeah, very instinctive. Mm. Um, actually, but also quite objective. So like, you know, I have to be objective in the subject matter. Sure. It has to be kind of indelible source of inspiration. Really, but that's when I feel like I'm yeah in my most mm. sort of No, that, that's that's fair enough. Um, Um, little old painting papers from C. White and Brighton. So there's paper that's 
designed for especially designed for oil paint so that oil paint doesn't seep doesn't seep into the paper too much and doesn't sort of doesn't warp or doesn't uh, sort of uh, crumble down uh, or tear so I was kind of using those uh, uh, copying them out into very specific format and kind of really enjoyed that uh, that kind of comfort comfort out of almost conveyor belt like process of, of working um, so a lot of those were kind of just projections of, um, of my own um, my own sort of reflections on on, on life mm. and on uh, yeah on interpersonal relationships and uh, sure Sure. Think about films, music, or other painters as such. But um, yeah, I guess now I kind of want to move into a stage where I where I do look at other yeah other pop culture and other yeah. um, songs, make things and, and films. That's <laughs> I think that's come from being with uh, with my partner Will. His work is all about pop culture. Uh, it's well, it's very it's very uh, much about his personal perception as well, but. That's that's really interesting, sort of uh, the the transition of of um, that state you just described of um, uh, I suppose would would it be right in saying consciously removing yourself from external uh, influences such as pop culture, music, or whatever else, um, because that we had a discussion uh, some months ago about whether or not you like we or you or one paints with music on or you know radio or po- or podcast on um and yeah if i'm correct you you said like myself you prefer to kind of paint in silence um so of that going forward do you have you begun to to introduce um things like music when you paint or specific things or is that a gradual thing that you're yeah, yeah, I do. I do listen to music sometimes. Um, a lot of the time, I've just been listening, uh, painting, painting silence. Sorry, mm. um, uh, but I have been listening to some uh, music. Um, I think of some uh, Brian, Brian Eno, no Brian Eno, and John Cale. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he also have uh, David Byrne. Great, great. Yeah, that's sort of stuff. Uh, here we go. Yeah, David Byrne. Everything that happens. Uh, mm. Yeah, that. Album. I'm, uh, it was Dave Byrne and Brian Eno. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kind of collaboration. Um, so, uh, I was quite inspired by some of the lyrics there and their songs. So I've kind of made like little notes on my on my little notes notes application. Sure. On on the iPhone. Yeah. I think maybe they'll they'll uh, uh, you know uh, flesh out painting. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, because I'm familiar with um those artists' separate work, Brian Eno and and David Burns' work. Um, I'm gonna have to check it out. I mean, is it is there a, the placement of of lyrics and use of of I suppose poetry within that the space of sound? I think that's gonna be really an interesting 
um, means or impetus for you to go forward with, especially if you're reading it. Like you just mentioned, you've taken a note of, say, a lyric in your iPhone, and then you're looking at that separate to the music. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and I think it's interesting how, um, you know, in terms of from a from a poetic way, um, you're re recontextualizing or take or giving a new context, whatever, to those words, to that meaning. Um, so you're abstracting yourself. It's like a it's a sort of a development on the artist's work, and I suppose if that feeds into your painting, that's a you know. I wouldn't quite call it a collaboration, maybe, but but um, it's a, a development of that, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Hopefully, it's not procreation. I don't think it's. Is it? It's not procreation. Would you think? Just kick lyric. Not so much. Yeah. Yeah, you are. You are. It's. It's. I mean, uh, something like for from my own perspective, like limited perspective of painting. Um, you know, the separation of text from, you know, something as benign as, as like street signs or, or, or whatever found text, um, you begin to kind of, you know, you're, you're reimagining the purpose of those, of, of the meaning of that text or that, that poem or that line. And maybe seeing it night, like, again, something that just came to mind as you were talking, there was, those themes of isolation and then you know the removal of say maybe the the communal being being part of like a lot of people being part of you know a busy space so somewhere like london during a lot of your time there there has been coronavirus there has been the lockdown and um to then take yourself out of that as society opens back up again i think that's I'm seeing a relationship, and I am just sort of projecting my own <laughs> my own interpretation there. But um, I think that's going to be quite quite interesting, as as you are also likely introducing other influences such as music or pop culture. It's going to be a, yeah, yeah. And in terms then, because I something else that I wanted to ask was. Uh, um, a good deal of your work thus far has been on, as described, a, 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 ra- a small, small, small scale, and you you've begun to you mentioned work on a larger scale. Um, how has how has that been for you as a painter? How's what's that experience been like? Sorry, what was the art? The artist's name was Bonard. The 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 Bonard. Okay, cool. That's just it.
to then crop it down to whatever size he wants. Right. So that's where I started doing the big, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. big, uh, big canvas. I kind of thought it would free me up. Sure. Free me up a little bit. So yeah, I built, I built, I built these like two by fours um, from BQ. And I just built, so I built uh, two meter wide, um, one meter, one and a half meter down. Wow. Uh, so I started painting this from SpaceX capsule on it. The SpaceX, mm-hmm. you know, SpaceX, uh, Elon Musk, Elon Musk uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Space yeah, yeah. So then, uh, yeah, I launched one of those SpaceX, one of those capsules, and then it, when it landed in the Gulf of Mexico last year, I kind of, uh, kind of took that, that, uh, that motif, really. Mm. Yeah, I was really, uh, really quite, um, you yeah, know, quite inspired, quite, uh, captured. Yeah. Quite compelled. Yeah. yeah. So now I've, I've done it on a smaller scale, on an A3, and then I've kind of I've translated it off the big scale. So, wow, that's. Yeah, I've really scrapped the big scales because. And and just in uh, yeah I'm like. Because I, I remember a, a piece that I, I actually acquired from you some some time about a year ago, I think it was I think in scale it was I don't know I think it's like an not quite a four roughly roughly speaking but to go from that to to would say two meters by by one meter in in terms of of this upcoming piece yeah, yeah it's quite it's quite a jump yeah yeah that's <laughs> um and could you talk could you talk about the um the uh the, the creation of this piece inspired by the spacex launch um because you said it's about is it's actually about the the landing uh the, re- the return is that is that correct Cool. The landing of it in uh, the Gulf of Mexico. Right, right. Um, yeah, I kind of just, I just like that big body of water. Mm. Um, I don't think it means, you know, I don't, I don't think it means anything, but I just, um, yeah, just like that big body of water around it. And, yeah. Um, it's kind of an apocalyptic kind of, uh, yeah, kind of a vision of, <laughs> of this weird, like, weird capsule landing in a big mass of water. Well, yeah, it's 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 kind of an interesting um I mean without without being able to see the 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 composition now um conceptually I it's really interesting to me because of the idea of a return like and so again projecting loads of my own interpretation here but bear with <laughs> the idea of like this you know pinnacle of technology returning literally returning to earth and the sort of almost like this reflective um you know it's it's been in the expanse of space i suppose well i i would presume and uh, it's now in this earthly um space of water of of this large pool um and yeah i, f- I find that really fascinating actually that's it's quite poetic and uh yeah, yeah, yeah. i know it was them again Something we were looking at a uh, a couple of a couple of works you've done, uh, the motif of water itself. Um, I, I I've noticed that it's sort of coming in a in a few of your few few of your works. Um, is that something that you I suppose I don't know if anything can be consciously <laughs> prescribed within painting, but um, is is this quite an interest of yours? Sort of beach settings, pools, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. 
I teach swimming as well, so I teach swimming on, on Saturdays. Mm. Um, so yeah, obviously has yeah passion for water. And, um, I guess that maybe stems stems back to um, kind of the early days um, in Ireland. Those those summer holidays mm. that we, my family and I used to take uh, up to down to Cork. Mm. Um, so we'd get jet skis out there. We'd, so we had, a, we had a little cottage, my grandma's cottage. Great. Sounds a bit naff, but... That sounds cool. <laughs> um, we also stay in that cottage, that pier, the Pierview cottage, um, and it'll be, it's, it's right overlooking the, uh, the Cork Harbour. Yeah. Uh, so we'd take jet skis out, out onto, the, onto the slip, you know, onto, onto the pier. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, that's where... You know, my passion for, for water. Like, sure, yeah, yeah, you know, just... Water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, and uh, when I was 16, actually, Sean and I, my twin brother Sean and I, we trained up as, as lifeguards, so we started lifeguarding, um, and from that, I started teaching swimming mm-hmm. uh, after that. Um, yeah, so... I would say, yeah, yeah, so that's, I guess, that's how all these water motifs... Yeah, of yeah, no, it's... It, 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 it's pretty interesting because. Uh, I don't think I'll go scuba diving. That's excellent. I'm 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 really I'm really taken by that. The uh, like again, I haven't seen this this current piece that you're working on at the moment. Um, but uh, it, you know, we I think we mentioned before you, as you were approaching. Oh yeah, if you have it there, that'd be great. <laughs> um, I I think the. Looking, looking at an object such as as the SpaceX craft, um, was was it something that you just kind of came across, or do you have a like a, an interest in in space travel generally, or is it? Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know enough about it. Really. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just a painter. Yeah, yeah, that's. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's. Um... I've done I've done two of them so far. Two two small ones and one large one. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. And in terms of yeah, we've we've obviously been talking a little bit of, um, prior to this call about your interest in in music as well. Um, and as a, you you compose some music, I believe, and I've I've listened to some of it as well. Uh, um. Does that inf- inform your work as well? Do you do you go between the two, music and painting, or? Oh yeah, 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 definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on my artist statement, I describe the painting as like visual music. Mm. So, uh, yeah, well, I'm always kind of shifting between the, the music, playing guitar, and painting. Um, yeah. Uh, to be honest, I put I put off music for a very long time because I just wanted. To, Focus on my painting, really. I uh, kind of I think there's more more value in uh, in just uh, honing in on one one skill and becoming mm. kind of expert in that field, really. But, yeah, the guitar I picked up recently. Um, so Toby and I, my friend Toby, Toby Rainbird, uh, we've been uh, sort of composing little little guitar tunes, little little instrumental guitar. We can't sing, so it's just an instrumental right. at the moment. Uh, <laughs> 
And uh, yeah, we're going to play a few songs on, on, on the mic as well in a couple of, couple of weeks. That's right. You, you mentioned there's a, the, uh, the, the 20th. Sorry, the line, but it's the twenty. Is that a twenty third? You mentioned you're you've got a, a an open mic coming up for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great, great. Yeah, twenty third of this month. Yeah. Nice. So we'll see how that goes. We 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 rehearsed once so far, <laughs> and we're rehearsing again at the weekend. So yeah, hopefully we'll have it down. <laughs> um, could you could you comment on then mentioning your in your statement about how that um the musicality within within your work itself um. Could you could you comment on that? Like, how how do you feel? Uh, do you feel is it a melodic expression or is it in terms of more more space or? That's interesting. And in, in terms, then, Robbie, of then, obviously you've got your move coming up up to Middlesbrough. Um, in terms of upcoming shows or projects you're working on at the moment, something you'd like to mention? If you like, yeah, that that's fine. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I think it's all interesting because the painters that we've got, the painters that we have lined up, um, 
good around the country. Mm. Really. So, it was nice to sort of combine different geographical locations. Um, yeah. And landscapes into, into one space. It's going to be really interesting to see that. I can't really Gonna be, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be quite interesting to see that cross-section of um, the, the variety of like UK or English landscapes meeting up there. Um, and and nice as well. Like po- Obviously, post, post-pandemic, post it's um, it's quite a nice meeting of, of different kinds of people and a good chance to, you know, to exchange. Um, and that you say that's in Pineapple Black in Middlesbrough. So is yeah. that's great. Yeah. We can we can link up to that. Yeah, that's exciting. And will that coincide with your move up there, or is that at a different time? Um, hopefully, well, we haven't heard back from we haven't heard back from them about a specific time. Okay. So yeah, that's still in still in the pipeline. Okay. Okay. Super. It's great. So, so just um, before we wrap up, there is something I ask uh, artists on who come on is, um, if you could give any advice um to an upcoming artist or someone who's an interest in, in starting, what would that be? awesome and and um yeah. yeah i think that's some really good advice for for having like a separation of where you show your, your work on social media versus a, a website yeah um okay well, well and and yeah well thank you so much robbie for talking through some of your work and and for bearing with the the signal as we <laughs> had some technical delays there but um thanks very much and i'll look forward to seeing some more of your work as you share it Yeah, yeah, I've I've actually I've actually just uh, I've just finished uh, a diploma there um, in level six in portfolio prep, and it was yeah it was a super year really really broadened how I how I go into uh, how I approach making, and got me out of some really bad habits actually I gotta say if I'm being honest, um, yeah which was super and the, half of it was half of the year was spent on site and then the other half was distance learning um and obviously the being on site was 
was superb, you know, especially for doing courses like sculpture or, or painting on a larger scale. Um, but yeah, no, really, really enjoyed it. Um, also getting, you know, a new community of artists to work with and the tutors were really supportive and yeah, just, just it's just a really good community to be a part of. Like there's actually a show coming up next week, um, Peripheries, um, which is sort of the result of, of somewhat of a residency of, of, of uh, four artists, four artists who are displaying their work. So excited to see that and yeah, it's just an ongoing thing. Um, super encouraging, you know, going to study and that's one of the best things I think I've ever done is go to do like even the single year of, you know, in art school. It was just amazing. Yeah, really, really loved it. Yeah. 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 That that's right. Yeah. Like there's. Yeah. Totally. Like you know, like uh, my my sort of a, um, as I'm saying, like I I really really uh, enjoy painting just from like. Um, I almost say like as an activity I love doing it I love the, the mindset you get into or can often get into um, and I still see it as my primary like within visual art my primary output how I express stuff but I during the year I, I painted a lot less and I was using um, short videos uh, some in slow motion um, a little bit of you know photography and a lot of what I noticed I suppose is I was working with um, observation you know really just like take you know me media less like really trying to cut back on the external things I was using so keeping it to a camera and you know allowing things to happen I suppose if that makes sense um, so yeah my my I suppose I'm kind of like looking towards um using video um and then you know that informs I guess painting as well I just I don't I try not to think about like you were saying without thinking too much about it allowing that kind of um natural flow that subconscious thing to happen and uh yeah like it's really exciting I'm I feel yeah. I feel really like yeah, yeah. Like, That's like something you're going back to painting, right? Oh, yeah. oh yeah, like I mean, I, I kind of, I kind of do them all at the same. I sort, I don't. It's not quite accurate to say I do them all at the same time, but I think I'm getting. I feel I'm getting uh, clearer with myself in a number of ways, and one of them in create creative uh, fields is noticing that point when I'm overworking something or, or like overpainting for example or over playing guitar like you know doing it in pockets and having a you know kind of recognizing that point where it's like okay I'm no longer feeling clear about what I'm doing here it's too much or you know it's I don't know I say that like I, I <laughs> you know it's it's all it's all a work in progress generally speaking isn't it but um <laughs> But um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I like, I think they all inform each other, you know, like in my, my appreciation of things like text and, and reading, like has, has grown because 
I see things, uh, this is going to sound very academic, but it's the only way I can describe it in this sense. Uh, the, f- the phenomenon of things is really jumping out to me now, like after having been in the art school environment, because you, a little bit like when you're talking about, you know, separating a lyric from a song or whatever, once you see uh, an article, for example, or an object separated from its context and for what it is, it really changes things, um, you know. I mean, I'm not recommending that, <laughs> you know, that approach to everything. But but that's but that's just it's like it's isn't that right? It's like small pockets. Um, I don't know why I'm reasoning the word pockets there, but it's it seems to be a good word for. It. <laughs> you can take it, put it in your pocket, walk down a road, whatever. But um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, just like I don't know, really. Um, it's a fresh perspective. I would definitely, I think everyone should go. It's like, isn't this something, it's a common saying, everyone should go to art school. Like everyone, like even for six weeks, not necessarily for like three years, like a degree or anything, but like, I think it's really good for you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. that like have you like the thing about like I think the one of the one of the better thing well not the better things one of the aspects I think is really helpful is um I, I'm it's sort of like how your critical reflection like obviously if people aren't familiar with uh what a crit might be in writing school or art school it's when you present your work to your peers and get feedback it's often like you've got to kind of maybe justified or whatever else but it's super helpful um, in terms of like testing your ideas basically and um so that approach is really good generally i think for um a lot of things whatever especially creative things because you're not do you know you know that kind of sense when you're kind of like you're driven by the kind of the feeling of making you're like yeah this is amazing this is great oh my god i'm so hyped whatever at least i get that <laughs> quite a lot um but like that that ability i think if you have that training that discipline to go like okay i'm gonna if you have like a peer like a support network or or especially with coronavirus we've had like a lot of zoom meetings and stuff you know you can you can do somewhat do that pretty well like <laughs> as long as the internet's not terrible like <laughs> um but it's good isn't it like that kind of you know and, and I guess if you take that into your own approach I think it might I don't know how do you feel about that do you has that kind of something you you've held on to quite well or is or or do you do you have I guess you have that with like the likes of Toby or other artists who you've been around is that absolutely yeah 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 yeah, Toby, uh, Will, um, just people around here in the studios in Brixton as well, just finding out people that, that give me different perspectives. Mm. Uh, yeah, really. Um, like Leone and George around, around here, we would, yeah, especially if in the beginning of lockdown, we would be having coffee together in the stairway <laughs> and just uh, 
you know, and regular, regular, regular visits mm. to the studio. Um, to have a look at the work and, you know, give each other the feedback and advice. Um, yeah, so it's always like wrangling between like being, you know, knowing when, knowing when, when, when to stop yourself and knowing when a piece is complete. Um, and also, you know, weeding out the, the, the blossom, you know, finding the blossoms out, out from the weeds. And, mm. I always find I need like another person's perspective or support from somebody else to, to do that. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, yeah, yeah. And I think, uh, especially with, uh, during this pandemic, it's just amplified the fact that uh, people, you know, the fact that we need, we need to rely on other people for support, especially artists. Um, you know, you can be so insular in your own in your own thoughts and your own practice sometimes, and it's. Just, um, yeah, it's just amplified that, that feeling of community and uh, togetherness. People, you know, you know, um, yeah. Which is I look forward to, to, to that up north in Middlesbrough. Um, it's really nice, a really nice um, mix of people actually in, in the in the auxiliary. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, yeah, look forward to that. You know. Yeah, um, especially in London, I think it's such a fast-paced environment. Well, especially the the ASC Studios complex that I'm in at the moment has uh, 200 people, I think, whole the whole building. So it's not like people come and go, and we don't always get to chat. So being in a smaller complex up north, it's going to be nice to actually get to know other people's practice a bit more and get mm. to get to know um, each other a bit more because it's a bit smaller, more manageable community, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just- Similar to like, you know, I myself moved back from the UK to Ireland, and like the I live in a town at the moment, quite a relatively small town, but like that the, you know, I have a great sense of community in some parts of the UK. Like you know, obviously if it's a busier place, you do get that kind of pace, and people maybe aren't as communal in like neighbourhoods or whatever. But um. I think it's it's uh, it's really important, and you know, like to have that kind of, I don't know, like it's an I think it's an odd one for. I don't want to say I guess like it is an odd one for artists because an awful lot of artists require that alone time. Like you know, it's very important for the process to have not to not be kind of bombarded as such. You know, but it's it's a real balance then because you, like you've mentioned you something like coronavirus you were saying really highlights okay yeah alone time is good but too much alone time like you know your ideas can kind of fester they can kind of you know it's not really it's not healthy it's not good you know so yeah but um well that's exciting i'm really excited there's been a, there's been a big hiatus in uh, creativity as well even in that isolation period i think <laughs> yeah there's that's right you know you know totally because because you get like um you know i know taylor swift put out two two albums in the middle of a lockdown which was cool (laughs) um there's also a really cool band uh silver stairs of ketchikan this bristol band really cool they put out an album but um like you said yeah the coming i suppose like you know 
the year and a half people have gone through and like what well, P how creative so whatever have, have ingested that have taken that you know like a sort of photographic process how they've taken that experience in and it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting isn't it like you know on different levels like what do what are singers gonna sing about what are poets gonna write about what are paint you know what I mean like what kind of it's gonna be cool I'm excited for it Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm excited for. It. I think uh, we'll wrap up there. But Robbie, uh, sorry. oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> we're gonna have, we're gonna have to call there. But um, we we'll def we'll definitely follow up. We'll definitely follow up. Um, I'm really excited for your move and for your work. Oh, as always, and um. And yeah, we for people listen, they can. I'll have links to your work, but um, it's Robbie. You got a website, RobbieO'Keefe.com, Is that? Yes. Uh, no, I'm just a Dot co. Dot uk. Great. Was, great. Great. And also, you're on Instagram. And is there any other any other source that people can find your your work? Yeah. yeah. Great. Okay. Well. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, well, Robbie, thank you so much for your time today. A uh, really nice to chat with you. Um, and yeah, yeah. And we'll, thank you very much. We'll catch up soon. All right. Yeah, great to chat with you as well. I look forward to seeing what, look, look forward to seeing what you go up to in, in Gory. Yeah. Thanks very much, yeah. man. All right. Catch you soon, dude. Catch you soon.